let's pray before we begin. Lord please let us understand your word and put it in our hearts. May it shape our lives to be more like your Son. In Jesus' name we ask, Amen. Genesis, Chapter 28 And Isaac called Jacob, and blessed him, and charged him, and said unto him, Thou shalt not take a wife of the daughters of Canaan. Arise, go to Paden Aram, to the house of Bethuel, thy mother's father, and take thee a wife from thence of the daughters of Laban, thy mother's brother. And God Almighty bless thee, and make thee fruitful, and multiply thee, that thou mayst be a multitude of people. And give thee the blessing of Abraham to thee and to thy seed with thee, that thou mayst inherit the land wherein thou art a stranger, which God gave unto Abraham. And Isaac sent away Jacob, and he went to Paden Aram unto Laban, son of Bethuel the Syrian, the brother of Rebekah, Jacob's and Esau's mother. When Esau saw that Isaac had blessed Jacob, and sent him away to Paden Aram to take him a wife from thence, and that as he blessed him he gave him a charge, saying, Thou shalt not take a wife of the daughters of Canaan. And that Jacob obeyed his father and his mother, and was gone to Paden Aram. And Esau, seeing that the daughters of Canaan pleased not Isaac his father, then went Esau unto Ishmael and took unto the wives which he had, Mahalath the daughter of Ishmael, Abraham's son, the sister of Nebajoth, to be his wife. And Jacob went out from Beersheba and went toward Haran. And he lighted upon a certain place, and tarried there all night, because the sun was set. And he took of the stones of that place, and put them for his pillows, and lay down in that place to sleep. And he dreamed, and behold a ladder set up on the earth and the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the angels of God ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham thy father, and the God of Isaac. The land whereon thou liest, to thee will I give it, and to thy seed. And thy seed shall be as the dust of the earth. And thou shalt spread abroad to the west, and to the east, and to the north, and to the south. And in thee and in thy seed shall all the families of the earth be blessed. And behold, I am with thee and will keep thee in all places whither thou goest, and will bring thee again into this land. For I will not leave thee until I have done that which I have spoken to thee of. And Jacob awaked out of his sleep, and he said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I knew it not. And he was afraid, and said, How dreadful is this place! This is none other but the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. And Jacob rose up early in the morning, and took the stone that he had put for his pillows, and set it up for a pillar, and poured oil upon the top of it. And he called the name of that place Bethel. But the name of that city was called Luz at the first. And Jacob vowed a vow, saying, if God will be with me, and will keep me in this way that I go, and will give me bread to eat and raiment to put on, so that I come again to my father's house in peace, then shall the Lord be my God. And this stone which I have set for a pillar shall be God's house. And of all that thou shalt give me, I will surely give the tenth unto thee. 
Matthew Henry Commentary on Genesis chapter 29 Verses 1-8 Jacob proceeded cheerfully in his journey, after the sweet communion he had with God at Bethel. Providence brought him to the field where his uncle's flocks were to be watered. What is said of the care of the shepherds for their sheep, may remind us of the tender concern which our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, has for his flock the church, for he is the good shepherd, that knows his sheep, and is known of them. The stone at the well's mouth was to secure it, water was scarce, it was not there for everyone's use, but separate interests should not take us from helping one another. When all the shepherds came together with their flocks, then, like loving neighbors, they watered their flocks together. The law of kindness in the tongue has a commanding power, Proverbs 31 hours 26 minutes. Jacob was civil to these strangers, and he found them civil to him. Verses 9-14. to See Rachel's humility and industry. Nobody needs to be ashamed of honest, useful labor, nor ought it to hinder anyone's preferment. When Jacob understood that this was his kinswoman, he was very ready to serve her. Laban, though not the best-humored, bade him welcome, and was satisfied with the account Jacob gave of himself. While we avoid being foolishly ready to believe everything which is told us, we must take heed of being uncharitably suspicious. Verses 15-30 During the month that Jacob spent as a guest, he was not idle. Wherever we are, it is good to employ ourselves in some useful business. Laban was desirous that Jacob should continue with him. Inferior relations must not be imposed upon, it is our duty to reward them. Jacob made known to Laban the affection he had for his daughter Rachel. And having no worldly goods with which to endow her, he promises seven years service love makes long and hard services short and easy, hence we read of the labor of love, Hebrews 6.10. If we know how to value the happiness of heaven, the sufferings of this present time will be as nothing to us. An age of work will be but as a few days to those that love God, and long for Christ's appearing. Jacob, who had imposed upon his father, is imposed upon by Laban, his father-in-law, by a like deception. Herein, how unrighteous soever Laban was, the Lord was righteous, see Judges 1-7. Even the righteous, if they take a false step, are sometimes thus recompensed in the earth. And many who are not, like Jacob, in their marriage, disappointed in person, soon find themselves, as much to their grief, disappointed in the character. The choice of that relation ought to be made with good advice and thought on both sides. There is reason to believe that Laban's excuse was not true. His way of settling the matter made bad worse. Jacob was drawn into the disquiet of multiplying wives. He could not refuse Rachel, for he had espoused her still less could he refuse Leah. As yet there was no express command against marrying more than one wife. It was in the patriarchs a sin of ignorance, but it will not justify the like practice now, when God's will is plainly made known by the divine law, Leviticus 18:18, and more fully since, by our Saviour, that one man and woman, 1 Corinthians 7-2. Verses 31-35. The names Leah gave her children expressed her respect and regard, both to God and to her husband. Reuben, or Sia's son, with this thought, Now will my husband love me, Levi, or joint, expecting, Now will my husband be joined unto me. Mutual affection is both the duty and comfort of the married relation, 
and yoke fellows should study to recommend themselves to each as in 1 Corinthians 7:33 and 34, providence of God in hearing her. Whatever supports and comforts us under afflictions, or tends to our deliverance from them, God must be owned in it. Her fourth son she called Judah, or praise, saying, Now will I praise the Lord. This was he, of whom, as concerning the flesh, Christ came. Whatever is the matter of our rejoicing, ought to be the matter of our thanksgiving. Fresh favors should quicken us to praise God for former favors, now will I praise the Lord more and better than I have done. All our praises must center in Christ, both as the matter of them, and as the mediator of them. He descended after the flesh from him whose name was praise, and he is our praise. Is Christ formed in my heart? Now will I praise the Lord. Thank you for listening and if you like this please subscribe and consider liking my Facebook page and joining my group Jesus Answers Prayer.